The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Engaging conversation with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Breaking news with Eileen Bell and sports with Morley Scott. This is the Afternoon News on 630 Chad, Edmonton's breaking news and conversation station. Uh, 3.30, we'll take you to Rachel Notley, who will be speaking, uh, giving some sort of an update on uh, pipeline expansion in Calgary this afternoon. So we'll take you there. 4.25, another chance, another word of the day. Your chance to win your way to Montego Bay for the uh, winter getaway with Jaylin and Andrew coming up in January. January 19th, and it's an eight-day trip, this one. Eight days. Eight Well, actually, eight days. nights, nine days. There, yeah, that's right. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, hey, yesterday we were talking about uh, something. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, I mentioned uh, a new term, curved. Do you remember ghosting? Yes. Uh, ghosting was when you don't get back to a person, you've decided you don't want to have a relationship with anymore, and curving them means you do get back to them, but you get back to them in an emotionless uh, non-involved, engaged way. Mm-hmm. So, you know, somebody texts you five times and you texting back with an emoji of a thumbs up or something like that. And the idea being that you're showing your disinterest without actually ghosting them. Well, it turns out lots of new words uh, have been put into the dictionary as they often are this time of year. Um, is this Webster's? Usually it is. Mm-hmm. Well, let's just say it is. And they often relate to uh, technology, right? But uh, not all of them. And it's interesting because, again, you have to, when you say there's a new word in the dictionary, people go, well, that word's been around forever. Well, that's how a new word gets in the dictionary. When it becomes common usage, that's when it goes in the dictionary, not before. So some of these I had not heard before, or I was surprised to learn they weren't already in. Uh, Like saying uh, Marg, short for margarita, uh, (laughs) uh, bougie. Uh, A substitute uh, for bourgeois. Bougie, bougie. Uh, Bougie, yeah. Uh, Ribby. uh, Ribby? Yeah, a ribby. uh, Spelling based on the way RBI is pronounced by... So so runs batted in, Oh, yeah, okay, ribby, yeah. Ribby, yeah. yeah. Uh, Words about food and eating continue to be the largest source of foreign borrowings into the English language, including uh, iftar, the meal taken by Muslims at sundown to break the daily fast during Ramadan. Um... Have you heard of this? Goshujang? Goshujang? Uh, Korean chili paste. There's some of these. I'm just like, I don't think I'll ever be using those. Or uh, if you want to go along uh, beer, uh, if you're a hop head. Um, yeah, because you like hoppy type beers. Oh, I'll say. Yeah. Okay. Blended words sometimes uh, happen as well, like a dish of zoodles, a mocktail. These have all just been entered into the dictionary. And here's one that I would have assumed was in there, being hangry. Now, is that as a result of an ad campaign? I think it was, wasn't it? Mar- yeah. Mar- or you're Snicker. Not your, Mar- yes. Mar- was it Snickers? Have Snickers, Nancy. Yeah, you're not yeah. yourself you're not when yourself, you're hungry. Nancy. Hangry. Um, oh, my goodness, Nancy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Nancy. Oh, Nancy. Here's some terms you would have thought, I guess, and this maybe speaks to what's going on in society in general these days. Uh, terms like food bank, tent city, mm. and self-harm all added to the dictionary, but just this year. Isn't that mm. interesting? 
Generation Z, now in the dictionary. And that, of course, is those people born 1990s, late 1990s and early 2000s. Hmm. Oh, did you know this one? I don't even know how you pronounce it. It's uh, a gender-neutral alternative to Latina and Latino, and it's Latinx. Really? Okay. Hmm. Bingeable or binging? Yeah, well, we all know what that is. Hmm. I think binging, the word binging has been around for a long time, certainly since... I was in college, but it you was a different. Thought. Yeah, I different mean, because meaning. it was talking about binge drinking right. and that sort of stuff for a long, long time. But I think the meaning now is, is different when you come to you know Netflix and and different shows and that sort of stuff. It's interesting. I had a conversation with uh, someone the other day. Was talking to um, some students. It was back to school. <coughs> Excuse me, and talking to the students and talking about um, binging and how much binging that they were doing as far as <laughs> watching and all of the kids in the classroom had put up their hands saying that really? they had uh, binged. The longest binge was 26 hours. 26 hours? Mm-hmm. You, know, maybe you couldn't quick, possibly be maybe enjoying the show. Maybe a for a half an hour <clears throat> and then get back up right back at it again. There's nothing I want to be doing for 26 hours straight. Yeah, literally. Right? Like there is there is no TV show. So what do even, you think? Even my most favorite television shows on the planet, I don't want to watch right. 26 Hour Street. What, 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 would you, what constitutes <laughs> what constitutes binging though? Because we'll watch up to I think the the longest we've ever is four shows. So so four hours. Is that four? Okay. Yeah, four four full shows. It, typically on a Friday or Saturday yeah. night and. You don't watch three well, downstairs and, and one that's up. That's the question. What does is binging more than two? You know, back to back. So is binging three, or is it when it gets to four, five, or six? That's up to each person, I'm guessing. I'm thinking once you're getting, you know, into the 10, 11, 15, 20, 26 hours, I know my my youngest, him and his buddies did all of the Lord of the Rings movies back to back to back to back to back, which I think took I don't know, 24 hours or something stupid like that. You know, I guess the closest I've come to binging, well, I did binge, but many, many years ago, is I discovered that you could play, and this is so many years ago now, I I was living in a townhouse uh, next to uh, that golf course there in uh, Blue Quill, Mm -hmm. um, was I discovered you could play hearts online. So I started playing hearts online like one evening, and then as the evening draws on, you would assume that you're going to lose players, right? Because it's getting yeah. late. But you start getting like the British players and the, you know, yeah. and you could talk to each other. So, mm-hmm. and the internet was so new at the time that the idea that you could just sit there and talk to somebody in England. Um, and I ended up at one point realizing that I had been close to 24 hours. Really? Yeah. And Carol had come down, told me she was going out and she was coming back and do you want supper? And, you know. And the kids have come down, and, but 24 hours. And There's no way. And can I t- I'll tell you this. That if you I came do that? Down, well, no, that I would, the, let, would let you do that. If yeah. I came downstairs and you're still playing hearts after, I don't know, six hours, maybe 12, I'd be like, okay, buddy. Well, <laughs> that's about enough. My wife's not the boss of me. <laughs> no, I mean, it was a problem, honestly. Yeah. I, I never did it again. But I really got hooked on, on playing hearts. And it's funny because the incentive, like many apps now give you badges or whatever. So the incentive was that your rank improved, right? But your rank would decrease if you lost games as well. So at the end of 24 hours, my rank was literally where it was 24 hours earlier. So I'd gained nothing nothing from it. 
and well, you start getting angry and well, you know the dialogue I can make this yeah. change well that's you know why gamblers end up sitting in front of yeah. machines for a long long time why kids or adults whoever it is remember the story that we had about that Fortnite game not too long ago about that uh, young girl who peed her pants yeah. she wouldn't get she would not get up to go to the bathroom because she was just so into this Fortnite game now when Orange is the New Black came out yeah we which, have still haven't watched yeah, well, we quit watching it. Mm. Uh, I think we watched the first couple of seasons. We might have watched three back-to-back. Uh, when West Wing came out. West Wing was so good. And um, and it took us a long time to get into West Wing. That's a, that's the Spacey... Yeah. yeah, no, 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 no. West Wing was the original okay, show about... Okay, what's the about, one with Spacey and... Uh, yeah, uh, House of uh, House of Cards. Cards, yeah. So, no, haven't watched West Wing. Uh, West Wing was really good. Was it good, yeah. yeah. Um, when uh, House that of Cards came out. had Rob Lowe out, in it. Yeah, I got Rob Lowe when I was 10, though. I think about it. I mean, I've been watching Rob Lowe my entire life. Um, You know, we watched a couple of those ones back-to-back, the first couple of seasons. But again, then it just kind of went, yeah, no thank you. Um, And the other shows that we like to watch, we can't binge because they're not on Netflix or on HBO. You know, as you know, that we like to pick a show that we watch at night and... um, ENG was one, but it was hard to find all the episodes mm-hmm. to it. Um, Love Boat was another one, right? <laughs> uh, and it just, it's funny to watch it because it's very nostalgic when you first start watching it. And then you realize you, it's almost sad because you see how the show evolved and you can see why it got canceled. Mm-hmm. And back then you were outraged that it had been canceled. And then you realize you didn't watch the last two seasons. Yeah. As many people didn't because it got awful, right? Our show this time, which we've not launched yet because we're still wrapping up Weeds, which, by the way, went at least a season too long, um, is WKRP. And I'm hoping I don't find it frustrating. I, uh, oftentimes when you have some level of knowledge of an industry... And I realize WKRP is not a serious program. It, it's annoying. Like I, I, I'm annoyed by movies about comics all the time. I'm, the punch, the punchline with Tom Hanks, I can't get through it because it's so stupidly unrealistic. And I'm hoping. Have Car- you ever watched any of WKRP? Yes, and I, I realized that it's, okay. you know every every character on WKRP represents about ten characters. Like Herb Tarlick represents sales. a whole sales department. Yeah. Where, you know, if you go downstairs in our sales department, there's dozens of people down there. Like, there's not a Herb Tarlick, right? But I get, you know, and the morning DJ guy is, he represents every morning DJ guy and that kind of thing. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I'm, but I'm, you know, I'm really thinking about my wife more than I'm thinking about me. Like, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm not, I'm thinking about laying in bed watching this going, that, that's not how that happens. And, and here's, you know, and I think Carol and I are somewhat similar in this one, although she does binge watch with you, I will binge read. I will, I will read for hours upon hours upon hours oh, upon hours. Oh, she does that. Um, I can remember, you know, when, the, when I first started a series of books that I've absolutely loved and I've read since 1992, waiting for the next one to come out, I would come home on my supper break, sit down, pick up my book. It was just, it was constant. I could not get enough of these really? books. And it would be tough to put them down at night. Yeah. So binge reading, I know it's different than binge watching, but... Yeah, it doesn't yeah. even seem like a crime, binge reading. It's good binge, for you to read. Binge reading almost like, oh, good for you, yeah. pants. Well, Carol, as I've told you, always has at least a half a dozen yeah. books on the go, right? And she often will fall asleep reading the book, and mm-hmm. it doesn't matter because she just goes back and picks up yeah. where she remembers or whatever, right? Um, when we watch football and hockey together, she's often reading reading a book and waiting for me to poke her and go, hey, wait, look at this replay. Watch this. 
you know, whatever. And it's just nice company, right? Mm-hmm. She reads in bed and falls asleep constantly. See, I can't fall asleep while I'm reading. I don't. Oh, I have to. I can't tell you the number of times. And I'm not complaining. I, I actually love doing it. Carefully taking her glasses off and putting them on the yeah. night table and putting the book the bookmark back into the spot where I think she stopped reading and, you know, turning off her lamp. I've done it so many times. Then I'll say, she'll, she, if she wakes up, she'll be like, nah, nah. Yeah? <laughs> she makes that nah, noise? Nah, nah. Yeah, that's the noise she makes. Nah, nah. What do you want me to do? Leave the air? Glasses on? <laughs> Wake up with them half broken, hanging off your forehead. What, do you, what is it you want from me? Again? <laughs> yeah, really. Coming up uh, just after three thirty, we're going to be taking uh, Rachel Notley's media availability live. It's going to be. I think uh, information on her meetings with uh, Amarjeet Sohi and our Prime Minister Justin Trudeau. And of course, it will be related to the pipeline. So we'll take that live and for as long as it remains interesting and informative. That's coming up just after a 3.30. Of course, oftentimes these things don't start when they're scheduled to start. So we'll be here to fill in the gaps if uh, need be. Uh, should mention as well, uh, we often talk, uh, Jalen and I, about... Mm people behaving uh, badly on uh, aircraft. Um, this is apparently a, a case of people behaving badly before they get on the aircraft. Have you seen this prank that's going on? And it has to be somebody, I guess, who travels a lot or it's a number of different people. But you know when you're in the airport, and these days most airports are equipped with lots of charging stations or little ports for charging your phone or your laptop, your tablet. Um, but oftentimes you're looking around for that one plug where you can plug in mm-hmm. something. And apparently what's been happening uh, is that Amazon has been selling these stickers <laughs> for quite some time that look authentic. Uh, they look like a plug, mm-hmm. like a two, you know, plug plug in. And people have been placing them in airports specifically to the frustration of travelers. So I think it's hilarious. Yeah, they're putting them exactly where a plug would typically go. And then I don't, I don't know if it, the prank, you're supposed to film somebody trying to plug it in because a couple of videos have surfa- surfaced. Well, it's been going on for a little while It's been while going on now. for a while. And airports are kind of uh, having fun with it on Twitter um, because it is sort of funny and kind of harmless. But they are saying that it is also a bit of a drain on their resources because every time somebody complains about it or whatever, somebody has to go and remove this darn oh, sticker. Oh, they peel back a sticker. I guess, you know. Get you don't the, just like try to get a sticker off. Get the off. goo gone. You'll be fine. It is funny, though. Like, they're... I don't know why people picked airports, but they YVR. So Vancouver has recently uh, had a bunch of them show up. Tampa Bay has been not hit yet. Fort Lauderdale is. Uh, there was a, an eastern Canadian city that had a whole bunch of them show up. So again, Amazon sells them. So it's probably not one person. It's probably people just wanting to do it. I guess it's just harmless fun. Mm. But anyways, it's happening. The airports are aware of it. And they're tweeting about it. But here's something. With still the, from the airport? Still from the airport, uh, yeah. yeah. Where you're just like, wow, I hadn't thought about that. So there was a study done. It was published by Finnish and British researchers. And what they were looking at was uh, infectious disease type, you know, problems at airports. And, you know, people are coming from all over the world. And, uh, you know, they're bringing in all kinds of uh, sickness and mm-hmm. whatever. 
But it turns out where you're most likely to be affected by this uh, is not where you might typically think. The bathrooms rated very well at the, yeah, the airport. They were specifically looking for respiratory viruses, mm-hmm. so nu- uh, nucleic acids uh, with uh, respiratory viruses, so things that could, you know, get you all sick that way. Yeah, and they found out that the number one cause or the number one source of these sort of viruses was actually the security bins. And <laughs> when you think, when you hear that and you go, Ah, oh, it's not oh, surprising, Yeah, that it? makes sense, right? Because they don't clean them. I mean, they're, they might clean them at some point, but they're they're in use. You've got your hands on Constantly. them. Constantly. And through the machine and then back onto a pile, which goes to the front of the line, then a new person puts their hands on it. And they're suggesting from the research that Either they have to clean the bins or they have to encourage people to clean their hands before and after mm-hmm. handling the bins. So one of the one or the other. Um, but they're suggesting that the number the amounts were shockingly high. Fifty percent of uh, plastic yeah. security bins at one airport tested positive for uh, nucleic acids of respiratory viruses. Fifty percent. Other areas, including a uh, handrail for stairs. Plastic toys in the children's playground and uh, payment sense. buttons at an airport pharmacy. Wow, really? See, I always think, you know, we've done stories before and I've heard stories am- done. I'm always amazed when I go away somewhere or I travel somewhere and I don't get sick. I'm not amazed by it, but I've sort of become more aware of things like mm-hmm. the television remote. You know, how many people's hands have been on that bad boy? And- I'm just like on a plane in yeah. the airport. Like on a plane, don't put your hand in the back of that right. pocket. I mean, the tray top and yeah, like, you know, because those planes will take several flights during the course of the Mm -hmm. day and they're not completely groomed. They're not hosed down every time. So, you know, and again, you think it's going to be the bathroom, but no, because those areas where you might suspect would be the problem are the ones that get cleaned constantly for that very reason, right? But uh, yeah, so maybe we're going to have to take a look. uh, This is only one study and I'm sure others will be done, but... When you think about even... Putting your purse or your bag or your jacket underneath the chair in front of you. Yeah, Ugh. I know. Last time that happened, my leather jacket came up with a big wad of fluorescent green bubble gum. <laughs> no way. Yeah. That's just rude. It was very rude. And the kid in front of me was chewing on that bubble gum. He just stuck it under the chair onto the jacket. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. Say anything? No. Why? Yeah. You know, I, I live for opportunities like that. I had one the other day. It's just not coming to mind right now. Where some, oh, you know what it was? It was right before I went on my trip. It was such a glorious moment. Uh, I was turning left onto uh, 23rd, and somebody cut somebody else off mm. by turning into the wrong lane. And But we both got stopped next to each other at the red light, and I rolled down my window. Excuse me. He rolled down it. Yes? You turned into the wrong lane. Because he was honking at this other guy. Like, he was just blurry because he thought the other guy made the mistake. It had nothing to do with me. But I've always wanted to have this conversation. I was just like, you know, y- they actually put dotted lines on the road. You just have to follow them. He's like, what? I'm like, look out your window. There's a dotted line. He's right? like, shut up. Yeah, he was. He was like, shut, shut up. Yeah, he said a- more than that. But it was just funny. It was like, I just need you to know you're wrong. I don't know why, but I just need you to know because you're wrong. Because you're Andrew Gross. That's, That's right. why. <laughs> the 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad.